Hello isolated individuals and welcome to CoronaCast, a podcast for all your COVID-19 related news and facts. Now, first episode, hope you're all excited. And today, we're going to have to go over the basics. Now, I know that, I hope you all know the basic hygiene stuff you need to do, how to avoid the spread, all that stuff like social distancing, washing hands, just all that basic stuff but the thing is not everyone's doing it and since not everyone's doing it I'm going to go over it again just to make sure you know (laughs) it's pretty much it but let's link this nice and quick because I believe that most of you will know so the thing about coronavirus is that it's less about whether you're able to catch it and die from it because since most of you are teenagers you're most likely not going to unless you're immunodeficient but the thing is if you get it and you just go around just going around like willy-nilly just talking to people hugging people hugging grandmas or grandpas hugging people with immunodeficient disorders it does affect them and even if you're not directly contacting them and you're like oh I'm just going to the city what about other people who do have those people who live with people like that it's them who we're trying to protect and trying to just keep as safe as possible so it's really important to really act like you have it because if you act like you have it then You won't be touching people as much. You won't be unnecessarily hanging out or having gatherings. And that's really the best way to deal with this virus and to protect those around you. So it's important that we protect this these people. And one of the easiest ways to do it is just cover your coughs and sneezes you know with your elbow not your hand elbow or a tissue if you use a tissue put it straight in the bin don't be disgusting okay and also to keep yourself safe more wash your hands with soap and water including before and after eating and after going to the toilet but i hope you're all doing that anyway And if you're somewhere where you can't really go and wash your hands with soap and water, it's a bit dramatic, I guess. Um, Then use alcohol-based hand sanitizers. Alcohol-based. Okay, I don't... It's proven that without the alcohol in it, it doesn't help. It doesn't keep the virus away from getting to you so it's really important that you make sure it is a proper hand sanitizer that can help stop you from getting it but even if you have washed your hands and especially if you haven't it's good that you avoid touching your eyes nose and mouth if you have it on your hands the virus you'll be okay it's only once it gets into your system so if you rub your eyes or you know just touch your nose a little bit or you know sucking your fingers for whatever reason that's how it's going to get into your body once it's in your body you don't have a way of getting it out yet so it's not a pleasant thing so it's really important that you do that stuff 
also important that you or your parents <laughs> and uh, clean and disinfect frequently used surfaces. So objects like bench tops, desks, doorknobs, you know, that stuff that everyone touches. But also um, mobile phones, keys, wallets and work passes. You know, maybe like transport cards or school ID cards, like that kind of stuff. Because if you touch it and you wash your hands and you touch it again, if the virus was on there, because it stays on surfaces for quite a while, then you're going to just get it straight back on your hands again. And if you touch your face thinking, oh, I washed my hands, you're going to get it. That's what we're trying to prevent. So another thing that can help is to actually just increase the amount of fresh air available so like opening windows in your house and adjusting air conditioning to make you have like air coming in that's just a good thing anyway really but it helps just keep keep everything going keep you breathing well right (laughs) and um stay at home (laughs) going around everywhere stay at home stay at home only go out if it's absolutely essential because while you might not think that your party with your 10 friends is that big deal one if you have it and you pass it on to those 10 and then you think you don't have it and you just pass it on to everyone and one of those people live with their grandparents then they're gonna get sick and die and it's because you had that party and was that party essential I'm sorry but your birthday party was not essential. So, please stay at home. And if you are going to see people, keep 1.5 metres away from others. I've seen these great videos of neighbours, like, getting out their lawn chairs and sitting in front of their houses in kind of a circle, like, quite a few metres away from each other talking, which is fantastic and great. And if you do that, that's amazing and a great way of keeping up to date with people. But don't go near them. (laughs) And if you are, avoid physical greetings. That's no handshaking, no hugs, no kisses. Kisses is the big one. It's easy as. It's just straight. If you have it, straight to them. If they have it, straight to you. And the government's also encouraging that you use a kind of tap and go system to pay. So whether it's with your phone or a credit card, debit card, instead of cash. Because, of course, giving the cash over, they're going to touch it. Them giving you change, you're going to touch it back. And that's just going to put you both in danger. So for the safety of you and the worker who is still going to work, even with health risks, don't make their life harder, okay? They're doing amazing. Um, if you do need to travel to get whatever essential items, it's um, also you try travel at quiet times and avoid crowds of course just avoiding that more people more likely you are to get it and practice good hygiene should anyway but just in case practice good hygiene and keep visitors to a minimum it's not too many people you should have to see really especially not older people or immunodeficient just keep them at home and safe because they could die. It might be mild for you, but they could seriously get affected by it. And if not die, it's a terrible thing to go through. So, don't catch up with those people.
has been shown that masks are a good thing. It's a bit controversial in the beginning, but if you have the virus and you need to go out, definitely wear it. It's been shown quite a lot earlier that it can stop you from giving it to other people. So if you have it, you shouldn't be going out, but if you do need to, to get essential items only, wear a mask. It will protect those around you. But also, it's been shown to wear um, a mask just in general now. Just for your own safety, just in case you have it and don't know. It's really good. And we need to make sure that they're good masks. Now, not all fabric masks will stop it. Surgical masks are recommended, but we're trying to keep those for the essential workers, especially the healthcare workers who are powering on through this time. And they need those a lot more. So if you can, try and get a fabric one that's approved. A lot of... Um, a lot of places are selling them there are quite a few influencers as well and those the funds from the masks are going all to covid related stuff to help so if you can buy one of them then definitely because then you're also helping them people uh, who need the money and some have it so that if you buy one like you buy one mask for yourself then a healthcare worker gets one of the proper medical masks that they need um so especially if you see something like that i highly suggest buying masks from those places and yeah just keep safe but now on some more exciting stuff that limits your excitement let's say that right so on the 23rd of March 2020, the following facilities was restri- were restricted from opening from midday local time in Perth, Western Australia. Right? Pubs, registered and licensed clubs. You shouldn't be going to these things anyway. Hotels. <laughs> so the first two are reminded to your parents. Uh, and hotels, I mean, don't know why it's there a hotel in your own kind of area but some people do now you can't gyms and indoor sporting venues are oh, cinemas entertainment venues and casinos and nightclubs more for your parents restaurants and cafes will be restricted to takeaway and or home delivery got a lot of places that still do that and do try and support your local businesses who are doing takeaways especially the smaller ones who provide that really good homemade kind of food they will appreciate it so much and food courts are also closed unless they do takeaway um auction houses real estate auctions and open houses personal services so no more beauty salons nail salons tanning waxing and tattoo salons not that you should be getting tattoos but for your parents just in case they want to tattoo of these trying times don't know why just in case spa and massage parlors i know we'll all miss them so so much because we were definitely all getting that however physiotherapy that's health related are open so if you have something wrong with whatever you are still able to see them see them because it's health related service amusement parks arcade and play centers indoor and outdoor that 
probably hurt the most, I'm going to be honest. Uh, galleries, national institutions, historic sites and museums. Well, the museum here in Perth is closed until 2021. The construction might be pushed back now because they haven't been able to do construction on it. But yes, we're not missing too much there, but still. The art gallery, man. That's, the art gallery is amazing. Now I can't go. And we also can't work out in places like health clubs and fitness centres or saunas swimming pools well center swimming pools that are open you can go on your own and that's good because we need to keep up exercising this time you don't want to start this as an excuse to not exercise keep eating healthy keep exercising keep fit as well as you can set up a kind of home gym if you can because it's it's great my mum does it every day and she is really glad that she can it's really important for her and definitely go for walks but keep away from other people I've been going for walks around the lake that's near me I walk down there and walk like halfway around and come back it takes me about 30 minutes to an hour depend how far around the lake I walk it depends on how good my music is <laughs> our community facilities such as community halls libraries and news centers RSL and PCYC gaming and gambling venues don't you shouldn't be gambling at this age, though. So, gaming venues. Indoor and outdoor markets, excluding food markets. States and territories will make their own announcements about the markets. It depends on the type of market. So, some smaller ones might be allowed, but big ones most likely going to be shut down. Now... The essential activities so the essential essential workplaces god I can't speak uh, where well, you cannot work from home so bless the essential workers shout out to them if your parents are your brothers and sisters siblings like um, just bless you honestly you're doing such an amazing job you are helping all of us so much and to keep yourself like you make it sick but you're still doing that and I know it's because you probably need money as well but still it's really impressive and we're all so grateful for it so thank you so much would clap but I can't but if you heard that that was a little clap for you you deserve it uh healthcare settings so that's like the um the uh, physiotherapists I was talking about, those kinds of stuff, is still open. Uh, pharmacies, open. Food shopping, of course, open. Make sure you get healthy food because healthy food will help you maintain a good immune system, which will help you if you do get COVID 19. Uh, schools and universities where you cannot study from home. I know for a while schools were shut down, but um, lots are back now which is great. Uh, lots of public transport and airports. There is some that still remain open. Got shut down completely for a while and now it's getting back. But airports, yeah, don't go travelling at this time. Um, really, it's... Don't go travelling at this time. Bad idea. Uh, most places won't accept you anyway, so... Yeah, but um, all the essential gatherings, where it can, 
They must apply social distancing and good hygiene practice practices as well as they can. Of course, it can't be fully done. Like a lot of essential workers don't have a choice but to get pretty close to each other, especially in healthcare when you're working with other doctors and nurses and stuff. It's and like patients as well. Like physiotherapy, you're touching a patient. It's it, it's just as good as you can, which so far is doing really well. Now we've gone through all the practices that you should be following, let's get on to something, you know, a little bit more interesting. What is a coronavirus? Specifically, what is COVID-19? Well, it's stated by the um, Australian government healthcare website. Coronavirus is a large family of viruses known to cause respiratory infections. These can range from the common cold to more serious diseases such as severe acute respiratory syndrome, known as SARS, and Middle East Respiratory Syndrome, MERS. Respiratory syndrome? Respiratory syndrome is hard to say. Try it three times fast. Bet you couldn't do it. This new coronavirus, however, originated in the Hubei province of China, and a disease caused by the virus is named COVID-19. How is the coronavirus spread? It's most likely to be spread person to person. Um, so far research has showed that. Um, close contact with the person while they are infectious or in the 24 hours before their symptoms appear. Close contact with a person with a confirmed infection who coughs or sneezes. Touching objects or surfaces contaminated from a cough or sneeze from a person with a confirmed infection and then touching your mouth or face, which is why we don't touch your mouth and face. And that's really how it's spread. It's, I'm sure more research is going to come out and we'll have it all figured out in possibly even less than a few years. But um, what you need to look out for, the symptoms, they're similar to other colds and flus, but when you get the symptoms, they won't fully line up with a cold or a flu. flu. It's kind of in the middle, but there's some stuff that like, if you were sneezing, like a kind of cold sneeze, it's more likely a cold than COVID. And yeah, there's less differences in flus to it, but we'll get to that. Um, the symptoms that we can observe are fever, sore throat, a cough, tiredness, and the big one, difficulty breathing, especially if you have lung problems like asthma. That'll be a big one and one of the concerning things. Now, while coronavirus obviously is a concern, it's important to remember that most people that display these symptoms are likely suffering with a cold or other respiratory illness, not coronavirus. That's what the government said down there. So just because you have a fever or you've got a cough or you think you've got difficulty breathing, I know that a little while ago, I, for whatever reason, could just feel my breath kind of... No, it was a little bit difficult, nothing bad, but I immediately was like, oh my gosh, what if I have coronavirus? Um, Of course I didn't. I had none of the other symptoms. I didn't have a fever, wasn't tired, 
apart from not sleeping enough on those few nights, you know, Friday late night, so you can wake up whenever on a Saturday, because there's no school, um, no, no sore throat or cough, um, so it's important to remain calm if you're showing, especially if it's only one of the symptoms. Uh, of course, if it persists, especially if it's difficulty breathing, do go see someone about it, do contact and find out more about if you might have it and get a test if it's under the requirements like if you've come from overseas recently or you've been in contact with someone who's a confirmed case but do try and remain as calm as you can because you most likely don't have it unless you know you've been around someone who's been overseas in the last two weeks or shown symptoms like bigger symptoms and haven't quite been tested yet or are waiting for the results or are a confirmed case and what do I do if I have systems now if you believe you've been exposed to or have COVID-19 you should phone the national coronavirus helpline that is a thing for advice you call this line if you are seeking information on coronavirus as well so if you're just curious about stuff then you can call and ask about it now this line operates 24 hours a day and seven days a week and I'm going to tell you the number I'm going to repeat it a few times but I suggest you write it down so or it's on the government website or you can just search it up and this is for Australia as well in case you're not Australian this is for Australia but I'm sure your country has a similar line now it is 1-800-020-080 right so 1-800-1800 020-080. That's that line. Now there is an um, TIS national for um, line for people who don't speak English and for agencies and businesses that need to communicate with their non-English speaking clients. And TIS is translating and interpreting service. And that number is 131450. 131450. And if you have anyone that needs help with this but doesn't speak English or doesn't speak it well, encourage them to call that line to get information and they will translate and interpret for you, which is amazing. Now, coronavirus doesn't spread evenly. So there are some people who are more vulnerable to it than not. And it's important that we keep the people who are more at risk safe. Okay? So I'm going to list off who's more likely to be at risk, who's more likely to be at a higher risk or of like serious illness if they get the virus. And yep, tell you who you should be taking care of, who's close to you. Now, of course, travellers who have recently been overseas, you should be isolating for two weeks if you've come from overseas, especially if it's a place that has had a massive outbreak, like Italy or China. Those who have been in close contact with someone who has been diagnosed with COVID-19. Again, after all of these, it's important that you try and isolate and keep yourself away from anyone until it's been long enough for symptoms to have shown if you had it and even then still don't go and then have a huge party 
uh, people in correctional and detentional facilities. That's just because of the really close grouping of it and there's not much space to move around. And people in group residential settings. It's very important that you keep those social distancing and hygiene up in those areas. And if you're in apartments and stuff or or group residential settings, really make sure you're keeping away from each other. Because even though you live kind of together, you still don't want an outbreak in your residential setting. Now, the people who are more likely to be at a higher risk of serious illness, so people who are more likely to have a worse time with it, who are more likely to have bad symptoms and need to be admitted to hospital um, for, you know, a really bad case, or who have the possibility of dying, are these people. Um, Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islanders um, who are 50 years and older with one or more chronic medical condition, right? People 65 years and older of other races with chronic medical conditions. Uh, there's, a de- there's a page on the Department of Health website uh, for more information on if your chronic medical condition will affect your chance of a serious illness. Um, People all over who are 70 years and older, and people with compromised immune systems. And again, there's more information for those people on the Department of Health website. Now at this stage, the risk to children and babies and the role children play in the transmission of COVID-19 is pretty low. That's why schools have been allowed to reopen, here in Australia especially, because it's a lot less likely for young, healthy people, and by healthy I mean um, don't have compromised immune systems, to um, get it. It's a lot less likely, which we're really lucky by that, but that doesn't mean you should put other people at risk of that. And we know that because so far there's been low rates of confirmed COVID-19 cases among children. So that's a good thing. We're very lucky to be in that um, position if you're younger, um, especially um, unless you have a compromised immune system, then stay safe, stay quite separated and keep yourself healthy, you know? And at this time, there is limited evidence regarding the risk in pregnant women women so if you know people who are pregnant they again stay healthy social distance none of this just because you're not at risk of getting it or getting it badly doesn't mean you shouldn't just go oh okay i'll be fine there are cases where people who seem perfectly healthy and are in essence have had a terrible experience with the disease so it's really important that you just stay safe and it's, but especially for these people and it's almost to the point of just isolating and getting other people if you can to do groceries and if you have grandparents and stuff maybe help them out with that so instead of them having to go to the shopping center you can go and make sure you washed your hands and stuff and no one's touched stuff or such stuff as little as possible and you help keep them safe right it's it's a really important time for us all to come together and support each other because it's 2020 is going weird man it's going weird and 
we need to support each other. We need to support each other as a people and as a race and help each other and stand up for each other and be there for each other because that's what we need right now. Now, in a global pandemic, it's not the time to be dividing. It's the time to be uniting, right? And most people listening to this will only be teenagers like me, but this is going to be our world really soon. And just because we're young doesn't mean that we can't fight for the unity and peace. Well, fight for peace is a bit ironic, but peacefully fight for peace. And just help the world be as good as it can for us and for our kids in the future and grandkids. If you have any, maybe you'll just be an auntie or uncle. Maybe you'll have no lineage. And that's fine. You'll have friends with their kids. And it's still good to keep the world... Just keep improving it. Keep making it a better place. And on that note, I hope you've all had a wonderful time listening. This has been Chronicast. So, stay safe, my isolated individuals. See you next time. Thank you.